If you've come here to live a big life, if you want to find freedom, if you want to break the bonds of what you thought you were capable of, this podcast is for you. My name is Erin Evans, and you're listening to the Erin Evans Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Erin underscore Evans, and be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. Buckle up. Hello, my loves. I recently returned from an epic vacation to Europe, and I realize how entitled and privileged that sounds. And what Ram Das says is that you come into your incarnation with your skin color and your skills and your beauty or lack thereof. And the point is to use your incarnation and your experiences to teach the world and to get closer to God, or in my case, to get closer to freedom. And there were a few experiences that happened that really floored me. So I spent the first five days in Barcelona. Yeah, you heard me. And in Barcelona, my partner who is Mexican and speaks fluent Spanish, obviously, and I wanted to salsa dance. So the, the flight lands and we immediately rip over to the salsa lesson with our bags. And to my surprise, the lesson is completely in Spanish. Now, I regret not doing the Duolingo like I had promised, and I knew nothing. And I didn't know right or left. I didn't know anything. So this man is screaming things at me and I'm stepping on his feet and he's wondering why I don't get it. And I feel so embarrassed and inadequate. And I'm considering going to the bathroom to pretend I have diarrhea. I'm like, if I go to the bathroom, I I could kill like 20, 30 minutes and then I could come back and I can last for the last 20 but I realized I'm not gonna learn the bachata or salsa in the bathroom, so I decide to stay. In spiritual teachings, they say that the beginner's mind is to be cultivated because a beginner knows nothing and a beginner is curious and available. But I tell you, being a beginner fucking sucks. I, I was falling all over the place. I was spinning the wrong direction. I had one guy say to me, wow, you really don't get this, do you? It was quite an experience, but the best part was I felt a sense of accomplishment at the end of the lesson, even if I couldn't quite get the steps down. I was so proud that I stuck with it even when it was really hard and I wasn't naturally gifted at it. And it brings up this idea of how we create a life that is so comfortable. Our friends are into the same things that we're into. We often will make around the same amount of money as each other. And it's as though we don't want to put any threat on our personalities, so we keep it simple, we keep it comfortable. And moments when you're learning a new skill or traveling to a new country or starting a new job can be very intimidating and tremendously inspiring for all the things that you do not know. 
And in learning is that excitement of onboarding skill that is walking like Frankenstein for a while until you learn how to walk properly. So after Barcelona, we headed to Croatia. And we did many things in Croatia, but the thing that is the most pertinent for today is we took a freediving course. Now, freediving is this interesting sport where you take the biggest inhale you possibly can. You wear a wetsuit and flippers and uh, goggles, and then you descend headfirst down a rope to get as deep as you can until the lungs start to contract. And then you spin around, climb back up, and then exhale when you're just to the surface of the water. We go to this free dive center and a man says to me, what do you do? And I say, I'm a yogi. And he's like, let me guess, Ashtanga. And I was like, oh my God, how do you know that? He's like, because only the most intense people practice Ashtanga yoga and only the most intense people free dive. Anyway, so we go out on this boat and we don't get any safety training. I actually have no idea what free diving is at this point. And my fins are cutting into my skin. I feel like I look hideous with my goggles on. My wetsuit is too tight in all the wrong places. And I think to myself, much like when learning to salsa, I can do anything for two hours. Just play along, act like you're engaged, don't yawn, and you can do anything for two hours. So we get into the water and our teacher, who is a world champion free diver, is so animated and so excited that I can't help but get excited. And it's that that frequency thing where when somebody is so passionate about someone, they draw you into their fantasy. And so he drew me into his fantasy and we practiced a couple different dives on a full exhale, a full inhale. And then after about 45 minutes, he says, now you do your deepest dive. So I know that there is an anchor at the bottom of this rope that he had thrown out. And I'm wondering to myself, like, can I reach the base of it? And, and will I die if I do? So I kind of have that in my head end in the same breath. I'm like, this isn't a competitive sport because you could die. And I take my inhale, I pack air as it were. So you take your inhale and then you swallow <gasps> about three or four times to get the most lung capacity. I flip my orientation and I start to descend down the rope. And there comes a point where you go to a depth where the water drastically drops in temperature and the color of the water gets darker. And in my past dives, I had stopped there because it frightened me. But this time I felt cooler and the instructor's words start rolling around in my head like, stay cool, stay calm, walk the talk. He said, this is a mind over body exercise and it's just you and that inhale. So I descend a little bit further and I see a school of fish just elegantly swimming near me. And I've never in my entire life felt so calm and present and alive all at once. 
when I feel my lungs start to contract, I haven't quite touched that anchor, which makes me kind of angry, but I spin around and I gently, methodically, in a relaxed manner, climb my way back to the top of the rope. And once above water, I realize that I'm different now. And to the naked eye, I would look exactly the same, but something started to shift in me when I realized that there is so much more possible than what I believed it was. My physical body, my mind, the strength of character, like there is way more available to all of us. I also was supremely proud of facing a fear. I could sense that the sharks were swirling around me, but I didn't let the fear take over. I stayed in control of my mind to stay in control of my body. There is gold here for all of us. The meaning maker, our mind, creates the world that we live in. And so often the mind is giving us wrong messages based on things that happened when we were younger. So where do these fears come from and how do they hold us back? How comfortable is the life that you've created? You know, is there any area that you allow there to be some resistance, some pushback, some uh, disruption to status quo? And how willing are you to stay and to have faith? I mean, faith is, is such a crazy word, but faith is longevity. Faith is the understanding that it's better to do the thing than to not do the thing. And in the faith, in that ability to stay, it's no longer about rewards so much as it is what happens on the inside. Now, we live in a world right now where microdosing and biohacking and river dipping and intermittent fasting is all the rage. And all those things are incredible, but most of them are for clout, for fighting off aging, to talk about at dinner parties. And, and when we put ourselves in scenarios that are really fucking uncomfortable, that's when the real magic happens because we're doing it for no other reason than the moment the, the school of fish swim around us or we taste a, a surreal element of peace and surrender. So my experience of freediving showed me that we spend the majority of our time in a beta brainwave, which is busy and active. But through breath work and meditation, we can start to lower the frequencies of the mind to an alpha brain, a calmer, more meditative state. And I know through the practice of yoga, we're intending to use less energy to do big moves. And the same is true probably of every discipline. So in order for us to continue to scare ourselves and to challenge what we thought that we were capable of is to be more alive. And that might mean that you start to add a couple more kilometers to your run. Maybe it is a break from social media. Maybe it's learning to knit, but something that shakes up the fabric of who you are. 
and pulls you away from what society tells you is honorable and important and we should aspire to be. How do you walk your talk? Because instead of talking about all the brilliant things you're up to or all the things you're going to accomplish, be your methods. Be so authentic and true to what you do that other people are inspired to be near you simply because of the softness of your face. I love you dearly. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe to this podcast. Till next time, mind over matter. Take control of the meaning maker. Decide how you want to direct your thinking and your life.